Hail Dictinus, grant us clear voices, strong sound, and good reads. Sometimes you have to let go of regrets in order to move forward. Regrets anchor a floundering ship. You need to cut the cord in order to sail to safety. Welcome to Cord Cutting, the 220th episode of Three Pagans and a Cat. Our opening today is courtesy of author Alexi Aaron. Our opening and closing music is credited as Frost Waltz Alternate by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. You may call me Ode. Mary Meet, my name is Gwyn, Ode's mother. I think this is a very good topic to have after last right. week, which was love magic. We scheduled them like that on purpose. Yep, yep. <laughs> Because, you know. This is the post-Valentine's episode. Post-Valentine's episode, yep. Last week was love week and this is breakups week. (laughs) Or boundaries, at Uh least. Yeah. But we're going to start with housekeeping. The vibes might be weird on this one because Gwen and I are going to convocation in a couple of days. And are really focused on all the logistics for that. Yep, yep. Exactly. There's a lot of stuff to put together. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of moving I, parts. A lot of moving parts. Weather watching because we uh-huh. got some bad weather coming in around the same time that we're going to be leaving. And my whole... And classes that we're doing. And classes that we're doing. And my whole thing is like, we got to get our classes sorted. We got to get there and then just hunker down in that fucking hotel and do the thing and enjoy the peeps and be in the moment. And then leave. And then leave. Because by the end of it, I'm always extremely done. Oh, yeah. Well, it's because it's a lot of intense Uh everything. It's an intense experience that goes on for three and a half days. And I am just not an intense experience person. (laughs) But I think we're going to have a great time. We're going to see people we haven't Mm -hmm. seen in years. It's going to be like, you know, reunion week. It's going to be great. It'll be fun. I wish we were doing fewer classes, but I think they'll be good classes. Yeah, they're going to be good classes. And uh, I get to teach my green Green earth witchcraft class, Mm -hmm. which I'm looking forward to. Honestly, though, for me, it's not even about the classes. I don't really care that we're teaching. Uh-huh. I could be like, hey. If no one sh- if no one shows up, that's fine with me. That's I'll go to someone me. else's class. I'll go class. to somebody else's class. <laughs> I'm there for the people, for the atmosphere, yeah. and just, you know, to be at convocation again because yeah. it's been so fucking long. Last time was 2020, right yeah. before uh, lockdowns and yeah, everything. exactly. If you're going, please do make sure to say hello to us mm-hmm. Just and enjoy all right, I think that's it for housekeeping. That's pretty much the only thing for housekeeping. Because it's is, the only thing we either of us can focus on right now. Yep, yep, it's convocation. So we're going to do our best with this episode. That's right, <laughs> that's right. All right, uh, so we are housekept and... Housewept. All right. So, yeah, as we mentioned, it's breakup week. <laughs> oh, uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, cutting cords, which yep. uh, has a lot to do with... so. I guess the easiest way to describe cutting cords from a pagan perspective is literally severing an energetic tie between yourself Mm -hmm. and usually a person, but sometimes also like a situation or a place. Or objects or beliefs Mm -hmm. even. It's uh, anytime you've got a energetic attachment to something, someone, someplace, somewhere that is... Anything your thoughts can focus on. Can focus on that um, is no longer serving you and it's become Mm -hmm. toxic and it's not helping or healing or... Mm-hmm. Or is actively detrimental yeah, to you, really actively, in any way. Exactly. Because there are so many different ways that things can be toxic. Exactly. So um, it's an important thing to know how to do mm-hmm. and uh, to be willing to do. 
Yes. Especially if you're talking relationships, because mm-hmm. uh, it's hard. You know, there's varying degrees of, of cord cutting, too, depending on who you talk to. I've been reading articles. So. I'm very much like a cutting a cord is a final step person. That's that's how it is for me as well. It's it's like cutting cords, moving on, placing boundaries that are, are necessary. And, yeah. You know, if that individual is still somehow floating in your I, sphere. I would say, like, I'm not going to cut cords with someone if I still intend to have some kind of a relationship mm-hmm, with them. Mm-hmm. If Like, cord cutting is a, that's the end of the relationship for me. That's, that's how I interpret it. I'm just saying that apparently there are people out there where there are... Varying Who are wishy-washy. I'm sure know? they are. Yes. <laughs> of At that cutting. point, though, I would say you're not really cutting a cord. You're establishing various boundaries. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. fine, but that's just not quite I the same thing as a, cord cutting. Yeah, exactly. I think it's kind of a different concept yeah. um, that I think has gotten tied into cord cutting. I was reading an article about um, that that cord cutting is actually, it's not a new practice. No. It's something that's been around for years and years and years and various cultures mm-hmm. have similar things for their funeral practices and, and you know, all kinds of things. It, cord cutting is, is uh, something that's really kind of an ancient practice depending on who you're talking to and using that specific symbology of cutting the cord Mm -hmm. to to represent sort of the severing yeah the severing of ties and of of the relationship yeah yeah so it's not new yeah it's very it's a very helpful thing to do if you are really fixating especially if you're fixating on an unhealthy relationship that you really do need to release. I would say, in my experience, cord cutting is not something you do to end a relationship. It's something you do after the relationship well, yeah. has ended. Yes. And you are still fixated on the situation. Yes. I guess it would be a weird order of operations yeah. to do a cord cutting before you broke up with someone. Important. Closure, says yes, Heather. It's yeah. Clo- it's closure. And I think it's an important step, especially if it is a, a relationship that is you've already ended Mm -hmm. but you keep bringing it back into your life in some way whether you're fixating on the individual in your thoughts mm-hmm. or you are arranging to run into them or you're following or like them on Instagram and you've social still got media. their stuff in your house yeah you're, like, you're holding on to things yeah that... or like you've still got photos of them on your phone right right you're exactly. still following them on socials yeah you're still they're still a part of your life somehow mm-hmm. even though they're not a part of your life and, and even though it was unhealthy for them to be part of your life right right and it's it's an unhealthy attachment mm-hmm. that needs to be released and it it is all about releasing unhealthy attachments and it often involves elsa's throwing out all the stuff i associated with them was a big part of of the one cord cutting i've done yeah Cord cutting rituals often involve like step one, do all the shit you already should have done mm-hmm. to remove this person fully from your life. Yep. Go through your house, gather up all the knickknacks that belong to them, take their picture down. Cut off contact. Uh-huh. Cut contact, you know, stop following them on socials, block them on I, your phone. I saw like, an interesting thing that said if you if you're not gonna block them on your phone, at least put on their do not answer. Something to remind you of your to resolve. To remind you of your resolve that you're not going to be speaking to this individual mm-hmm. when you're not going to actively contact them. Yeah. Those kinds of things. And yeah, definitely remove them from your social mm-hmm. media. Stop following them. Yep. <laughs> yes. Don't follow their posts. Don't follow their And then posts. try to like interpret their vague blogging. <laughs> right. Because honestly, all it does is if you see, because what it is really, mm-hmm. let's be honest, what it is. 
when you're following somebody who you've already broken up with, that mm-hmm. that relationship is over. Or it doesn't even have to be a romantic relationship. No, it, it doesn't. could be like a friend a you're friend not friends you're not with friends her. with anymore. It's somehow that that relationship has come to an end. Mm-hmm. But if you are still following them, it, you're almost torturing yourself when if you see yeah. them moving on without you. Yes, you're kind of expecting them to be in the same emotional space that you are. Yeah, and then you see, oh look, they're they're dating have, a new person. Exactly, or, and then you have these resentments. Yeah, exactly. And and it, all that does is end up poisons you. poisons your own ability to move on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, you can't move on if you're always looking back. You know what it is? It's the five of cups. Yes, it is. It's five of cups. It's that yep. focusing on what you've lost instead of on the potential for the future. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a five of cups moment, mm-hmm. cord cutting is for you. Cord cutting. Sometimes you do have to do it more than once. Yes. Don't think that it's a one and done kind of deal, especially if you're dealing with relationships that were very long term relationship or, or that were really intense. They were. Yeah, they were really intense or they were, you know, they were really an important part of your mm-hmm. life. And something will remind you and bring it back. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, sometimes you have to go through this more than once. If you somehow start drawing that that energy, that attention, that focus back in just through memories. I would say the thing with repetition is that part of that is doing the work. Mm-hmm. Like talk to a therapist. Mm-hmm. Write it in a Write, journal. Yeah, journal it out. Like really process what you're... Because a lot of people, I think, try to do their cord cutting prematurely. Yeah. They're, they're like, okay, the relationship's done and I'm cutting the cord and I'll never think about them again. And that's just not how your brain works. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. You've got all these neural habits, these easy paths in your brain that are created by habits and thinking about this person is a habit for you. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of thinking as we're talking about it, it kind of brings me to the idea of the fates. Maybe there's more than one more than one strand. More than one strand in the, of this relationship that's tied to you. And you have to work through each part of it, cutting each cord mm-hmm. as you go along, as you do the inner work of processing the relationship and what needs to be released and yeah. how you can grow and have a healthier relationship in the future that mm-hmm. doesn't draw that energy back to you. Sometimes it just takes, it takes a few cord cuttings to get you completely through the process and and like i said i think that's because a lot of people do it too soon before they've done any of the emotional work yeah like there's got to be some shadow work yeah i i think (laughs) i think cord cutting is different from a lot of other types of magic because we're always Mm -hmm. talking about like magic you have to do the work to give it something to work with right Mm -hmm. but with cord cutting all the work is internal yes or the majority of it is like we talked about like you should get rid of their stuff and you should right. take down their picture and you should block them on social media and right. that's physical stuff you can that's do cutting off contact physically yeah. but a lot of the stuff that you need to do for cord cutting is emotional work and it's that's just as necessary for the cord cutting to work as as any other kind of work is for other kinds of magic and by journaling or talking to people who you know can give you wise like counsel, a therapist like a therapist <laughs> allow yourself to feel those feelings mm-hmm. acknowledge that those feelings exist yes. within you yeah and that they hurt i think the the other the other stumbling block a lot of people run into with cord cutting yeah is that they expect the cord cutting to just make them feel better yeah to just like solve the the mm-hmm. emotional problem mm-hmm. and that's not what it's for no. really no uh-uh. no it's you have to deal with a lot you have to deal 
with the loss and go through mm-hmm. whatever grief your grief process is. And it's different for everyone as far as length of time that it's going to take. what all the steps are and what order you'll do them in. Exactly. Or if you need to go back and... and do some a couple of times. Do it a couple of times. Yeah. Exactly. I personally tend to get stuck in the anger phase of a grief yeah. process. Yeah. And I yeah. just cycle back to that one periodically. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and yes, especially like, you know, when you're processing through grief or you're processing through letting go of a relationship that's a very a long relationship Mm -hmm. or even if it's a short relationship but it was was intense intense. and it was important yeah it was very important to you there are going to be numerous types of feelings and emotions that are attached to that Mm -hmm. not to mention other relationships have been affected by this relationship that you nothing happens in a vacuum yeah exactly so you're also dealing with fallout i guess yeah with the fallout or consequences consequences or just the knock-on effects yeah and so you have to allow yourself time to process all those things yeah. i think jumping into a cord cutting immediately yeah it's it's, it's premature and it's 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 maybe actively unhelpful mm-hmm. because it makes you think you've you've solved the problem and you can just move on now and yeah. that's how things fester and don't get dealt with properly yeah yeah and then you end up having to do you know three other cord cuttings later down the line Mm -hmm. after you've finally gotten the therapy you needed. Yeah. And sometimes like, you know, like I love to go through on TikTok and go through those ASMR and um, Reiki practitioners who who will pluck negativity because sometimes you do kind of need that just to process and go through your emotions. At least for me, it would be helpful to have negativity plucked and then I sit down with my journals so I can think about it. Mm-hmm. and experience it again and understand why it is I'm feeling what I'm feeling. Yeah, I don't find that long distance Reiki really works for me, mm-hmm. but I have had one session with in person with a Reiki mm-hmm. practitioner and that was really like, that definitely worked. So if you're like me and it doesn't work for you like in recorded video format, mm-hmm. you can always go find like you can find a, a Reiki practitioner. A Reiki practitioner. I would say, like, I don't get anything spiritually from, like, a recorded video of a, mm-hmm. of a Reiki, especially since I don't know these people are real Reiki practitioners, mm-hmm. especially the ones who are doing, like, ASMR Reiki. Right, right. For some of them, it's just, like, a performance mm-hmm. for for ASMR purposes, and it's hard to tell the difference between them. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I mean, I do listen to ASMR just for general relaxation, mm-hmm. and sometimes just listening to a, an unrelated guided meditation mm-hmm. or an ASMR or something else that you find relaxing can help put you in the right space to deal with that. So that you can, again, if you're going to journal or if you're Mm going to talk to someone or if you're just going to even meditate on Mm -hmm. the situation, kind of work through it in a mental space where you can observe it as from the outside looking in. Yeah. As as a as As a a specimen rather than an experience. You can can actually (laughs) kind of review what happened. Do a little triage. It can be helpful to be put in that just kind of that calm space. So that you can look at these things from a a detached, almost... Yeah, I would say it's not possible, like there is no objectivity in this kind of a thing. But yeah, look at it from outside of the experience of your feelings. Mm -hmm. So that you can get a And then you can go in and process your feelings. So that you can get a clearer view of what your feelings even are. Exactly. Because sometimes you just don't know. Yeah, they're just so confused and mixed up and muddy. And and that can make a cord cutting process even harder because Mm -hmm. you don't really know what you're letting go of. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people's first cord cutting fails Mm -hmm. is that they don't really know what they want it to accomplish. No one, not a single person in your life is attached to you by a single cord. Right. We're all part of a vast tapestry of life Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and we're all interwoven together. So yeah, inevitably, like it should not be a surprise that a cord cutting takes multiple spells. I see a lot of people being like, oh, I must have done my cord cutting wrong Mm -hmm. because I still, you know, am attached to this person. And no, it's not that you did it wrong, probably. I mean, you may have done it in a way that wasn't effective for you. That depends on you. So like, yes, you may have done a cord cutting that wasn't effective, but you also may have done an effective cord cutting, but you just need more of them. Yeah, you you dealt with one specific issue. And now, because you've moved on and you've grown a little bit, some you're now able to recognize and, and deal with some other aspect you hadn't considered before. Or if you didn't move on or grow from it, you learned something from that too. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you know, you learn It's learned, all valuable. Yeah, like sometimes you do a cord cutting and the result is that you feel worse and you learn something important from that that, yeah. you, can, that you can move on with. I think that's an important it's thing It's all to a know. process. It's, it's a process. And it's all valuable. I do think, not as much as like shadow work, shadow work, where I'm like, don't do it without a therapist or a a very trusted spiritual advisor. But I do think it would help a lot of people to have a therapist or a trusted spiritual advisor to help them with this process. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. Because cord cutting is an emotionally fraught subject. Mm Mm-hmm. Sort of unavoidably. And I think Rhiannon makes a good point because we did bring up, you know, right now we're talking about a lot of relationships. But yes, absolutely. If you were in a toxic work environment. Yeah. You might need to cut cords from that situation. Like we said at the very beginning of the episode, it doesn't have to be about relationships with people or places or even things. It can be about relationships with concepts. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of post-Christian pagans Mm -hmm. still need to do some cord cutting with their religious trauma. (laughs) Deprogramming and cord cutting from that. Absolutely. mm -hmm. Like I'm what, six or seven years out now and I still will come up on things where I'm going, oh wow, that's something I need to reflect on and then release. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Like (laughs) sometimes you need to cut cords with, you know, the concept of sin or something like that's the same kind of process. Mm -hmm. You are cutting an energetic attachment between yourself and a pattern of thought. Exactly. And and that is the basis and the most basic form of cord cutting. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, in a lot of cases, a cord cutting has nothing to do with the other person. No. Yeah. It is, it is about your relationship with your thoughts about this person. And your energetic attachment yeah, to but it that. Has, but, but again, that attachment isn't even necessarily to that person. Right, right. It's anymore. a concept it's of that your, person. Yeah, it's to, your, it's to your mental vision of that person. Your emotional or, attachment. Yeah, your, your, the attachment is to how you remember the relationship mm-hmm. being not to the actual person involved. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Like if it's the death of a dream. It can be a very complex and layered process. Mm -hmm. But I think, because the other thing I see people bring up a lot is like, oh, I still have an attachment to this person. What if I draw them back into my life? That's not how it works. If you're going to draw this person back into your life, it's not going to be through an energetic attachment. Mm -hmm. It's going to be because you can't stop drunk texting them on your phone, right? Or following them or on Or following Facebook them on, yeah, like TikTok whatever. Like whatever. It's because you're still inviting them actively mm-hmm. into your life. The cord cutting is not about like, oh, I don't want to draw this person back into my life. It's about you needing to process and let go of your emotional connection to it's, this person. It's, it is releasing the attachment that you have for whatever it is that needs to be released. Yeah. Thanks to our Tiger Solanox for introducing us to Weavers of the Web an interfaith pagan ATC, Aquarian Tabernacle Church, organization based in Lansing, Michigan. Weavers of the Web is a public Wiccan church that aims to be family-friendly, supportive, and informative. 
with the goal of ensuring that no one ever need to be alone in their spiritual needs. Weavers is currently raising funds for the down payment on a property, which would allow them to expand their current network of resources, including dedicated community space, a permanent home for a pagans in need pantry, and a lending library. Join them online or in person for regular events, including rituals and discussion groups at weaversoftheweb.org or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash weaversatc. Hail Dictinus! Hail Dictinus! Brandon says, Yeah, cord cutting is definitely one of those magic things that I definitely recommend to people who aren't witchy at all. Mm -hmm. It can be as ritualistic as you'd like it to be, and while I do believe you can incorporate help from spirit or divinity in it, it's really the same thing as what a therapist may recommend you do. Sit and think about what you need to let go, probably write it down, and toss it in some way, preferably burning it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, it, is, it is one of those magic spells that is, that is just super baseline mm -hmm. and doesn't feel witchy to most people. Right, exactly. Um, it, it doesn't have to be. No, it really can be literally as simple as mm -hmm. write it down and burn it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I find a lot of, because the symbology of cord right. cutting involves cords, um, I find a lot of people do combine it with, like, not magic. Mm -hmm. It has a lot of ties <laughs> to, <laughs> to not magic. Yep. So, like, one of the, the classic styles is to get a length of rope, especially in a color that reminds you of what you're trying to let go of, mm -hmm. and sort of knot into that rope all of the thoughts related to that subject. Mm -hmm. However many it takes you, it might be a lot of knots. And it, there may be anger or hurt uh -huh. or whatever. But, but bind those things into, into the cord. The cord. And then snip, snip, snip it in snip. half and or into multiple pieces. Some people like snip it into nine pieces or, or some other it. significant number. And then you can also burn, burn that as burn well. Burn the bits. <laughs> yep, burn the bits. But at the very least, you should dispose of them. You should not keep them in your house because yeah. they contain all of the that negative energy, energy mm -hmm. that is imbued in this experience. That's right. That's so, right. So it's yeah. very helpful burn to be able to or do that. Um, if it's biodegradable, maybe you could throw it in running water or mm -hmm. you could bury it somewhere. Exactly. And even if all you have is some thread, mm -hmm. just write it down, roll it up in a little tube, yep. wrap that tube in, in string, string, and either, either burn it or snip it and burn it. Mm -hmm. Whatever yep. you want to do. I think a really, like this would be a long-term cord cutting spell, but one that I think would be really, really good and that I might do someday mm -hmm is like a cross stitch because oh, yeah. it's a thousand little tiny squares that you're knotting into the, mm -hmm. the fabric mm -hmm. and just cross stitch like their name or fuck you mm -hmm. or whatever like whatever, your, it is you need whatever your feeling is about the experience about the the situation that you're that you're needing to let go just cross stitch that into a mm -hmm. into a, a pattern and then <laughs> cut that into a thousand little pieces exactly and that, then burn it. Yeah, I think that would be like a longer term cord cutting project, but it's one that I think I would find, personally, I think I would find very compelling. And therapeutic. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's Githa the thing. says writing on an easily dissolving paper and letting it dissolve and drain away if you oh, can't use smoke. That's yeah, a great idea. That is a good idea. Really good idea. Like on a rice paper or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's the important thing to know is that there are so many different it's, ways. It's an extremely versatile. It's very versatile. Yeah. You could make it personal to whatever your situation is. Not just one type of way to do it. Or which is can... why I say you can't do a cord cutting wrong. 
Exactly. You can do it in a way that's more or less effective for you personally. Mm-hmm. And that can be like a process figuring out what's going to be effective for you. But there's not like a wrong way to do a cord cutting exactly. as long as you're trying to cut a cord. And if you want to do it all through energetic, you know, in your mind, imagining, mm-hmm. seeing a rope. A lot of people do or it a just thread, yeah, you know, purely with, just with their imagination, mm-hmm. their thought, their intention. Yeah. They, and they envision an energetic cord yep. between them and the whatever it needs to be released. Exactly. And then they envision it snapping, unraveling, mm-hmm. burning, whatever. Yep. And then it's just it's just done. Mm-hmm. Or dissolving is another good way to, yep. to envision it. Just dissolving away into nothing. So because uh, in my, uh, I guess, energetic space, I, I like to be non-wasteful. Mm-hmm. I usually like to take that energy and reincorporate it into some other form or for mm-hmm. some other purpose. Mm-hmm. So like if I was dissolving an energetic cord between me and someone else, I would try to like pull that energy away from mm-hmm. that other person back to me. Mm-hmm. I would cleanse it and reincorporate mm-hmm. it into some other form. And I also read there was one particular witch who said, you know, it was the ending of a relationship, a friendship, but it wasn't one that was acrimonious. It was one that was just its time was done. Mm-hmm. And so when she was doing an energetic cord cutting, she sent, you know, just peaceful vibes, go on your way in peace kind of situation, and then allowed that cord to be dissolved away, and then that person was no longer part of her life. I will be honest. I am too spiteful for that. (laughs) If I am at that point Mm -hmm. with a relationship where I'm cutting a cord over it, it's acrimonious. And that's fine for for you. And I think a lot of people think of it that way Uh as well. But I'm just saying there may be some people in our listening audience, they want to release with love, you know, and just let it move on. And that's an option. It is. Couldn't be me. But it is an option if you're a better person than me. (laughs) (laughs) I think for me, like I, a lot of my short term friendships have just dissolved naturally. Naturally. I've never felt a need to cut a cord. Like I just stopped talking to them and that was it. Mm -hmm. So something that we can talk about also. So I guess is because cord cutting is such a almost non-witchy thing. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to pair with other kinds of spells. Yeah, absolutely. So you could pair it with a binding or a banishing, mm-hmm. especially in that a situation where like you've ended the relationship but, and you're trying to cut the cords, but the person isn't leaving you alone mm-hmm. or isn't moving on. And that's part of the reason you need to keep cutting this cord. Mm-hmm. Um, you can pair it with a binding or a banishing to, to try to modify that behavior. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because sometimes, yeah, sometimes you're doing everything energetically on mm-hmm. your end. But the other person. But the other person. They, is still is attached holding, to yeah, you. Yeah. They're, they're holding on to their attachment. Yeah, exactly. Um, so. And cutting your cord to them doesn't do anything for their cord to you. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, a weird thing about cord cutting, right? Mm-hmm. So the cords that attach you to another person, you're not holding two ends of one cord. Mm-hmm. You have a cord that attaches to that person. And they have a cord that attaches to you. Mm-hmm. And those are two separate cords. And that's where boundaries can come in uh-huh. and be a very useful thing. If you are doing a cord cutting on your end, but the individual that you are cutting from your life mm-hmm. is still, still has this attachment still has an attachment uh, and, and I think, you need to set up strong boundaries yeah. and say hey we're done and i think that's that is a subject that um, a lot of people stumble with when they're doing cord cuttings they think of the cord as i have one half of it in my hand and mm-hmm. they have one half in their hand and when i cut it our, our cord is snapped right. that's not how it works no uh-uh. you and this other person have two separate cords right 
that attach to each other. So cutting your cord doesn't do anything about theirs. Mm -hmm. And so I a lot of people will say like, oh, I did a cord cutting, but this person is still reaching out to me. Why are they doing this? And it's because you did your half of the work. They haven't done their half mm -hmm. and, and you can't force them to do it. And that's, again, where good boundaries. Exactly. Blocking mm -hmm. people. Block them on all the things. Uh, restraining orders if yeah. necessary, not, depending I, if you're in a bad situation. I will point out, don't rely on those. They're not effective and the police don't enforce them. Mm -hmm. You can get one if it makes you feel better, but don't let it make you feel too much better. They're just not well yeah. enforced. Exactly. And hopefully that's not a situation anybody is going no, into. But, but, but it is. if you are in a situation, this is what I'm saying, I guess, is like, if you are in a situation where you feel unsafe and you think you need a restraining order, mm -hmm. you also need something else to protect you. Yeah. A restraining order is not going to do it. That's just a general caution that I want everyone to be aware of. Mm -hmm. Get the restraining order because it's good to have the paper trail, mm -hmm. but also like get some friends to slip to stay at your house or something. Right. Join our tiger Amanda and relax with the salts of Wonderful Body Co. These soaks and scrubs inspired by popular books and characters are designed to delight multiple senses with fragrant scents and sparkling mica. You can also find rollerball fragrances and hair oils. With dozens of options available, you're sure to find something you like in the Wonderful Body Co. collection. This week, I'm recommending Height of Normality, available as bath salt or fragrance with scents of bergamot, lemon, cucumber water, violet, cashmere, and sap. Find Wonderful Body Co. online at wonderfulbodyco.com or go directly to the shop at etsy.com slash shop slash wonderfulbodyco. Hail Dictinus. Hail Dictinus. It just is what it is. It is what it is. Go to therapy. You can only do it for yourself. There are a bunch of different ways to do it. A lot of them involve string. <laughs> Brandon says, I think of it like when you reached out to someone originally, you sent a little arrow with a rope tied to it into that person. The arrow holds it to them, but you have the bow quiver the rope is truly attached to. So by cutting it yourself, you're taking the initiative to let that rope go and the arrow will fall out on its own later. But the other person shot you too. And it's a lot harder to reach around and cut the rope attached to an injury or pull that arrow out on your own, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I actually think of it in like a gooier, almost like aliens-esque way of like, <laughs> like they're embedded in you in a way. Mm -hmm. The cord is attached to your energetic body and sort of burrowed into you. And yeah, when you when you cut that cord, the remnant withers eventually. Mm -hmm. There's more to it than just the ritual. There is that emotional work that you need to do. I would say, in fact, the ritual is just sort of an externalization yeah. of the emotional work you have to do. Yeah, exactly. And it's a healthy way, I think, to... If you need to see a physical representation yeah. of the work that you are doing to become healthier yourself to move on. and to move on yeah. and to not, hopefully not draw that similar kind of energy into a relationship in the future I, or to learn from that, learn yeah. from that relationship and move on. I actually want to address something about that. So there's a very common thing that we, that you hear a lot of people talk about with relationships where um, they say like, if you have been in an abusive relationship before mm -hmm. you tend to draw abusers. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's accurate. And I saw a, and I think it's a little victim blamey. And I saw a, I don't remember if it was a poster if it was part of an article or but mm -hmm. I saw someone someone mentioned somewhere that uh, it's not that you draw abusers mm -hmm. it's that abusers try everyone and you were the one who had the previous damage that they matched yeah. Like they, they throw out a wide net and you just got caught in it. It's not like you were, are sending out abuse victim vibes. Mm -hmm. It's just that abusers will attempt to abuse everyone and you have patterns in your life that they fit well. Things that haven't been healed in exactly. your life yet. So that cord cutting process, if you've been a victim,
victim of abuse of various kinds. That learning to hold those boundaries is not that like, oh, I have to stop putting out like abuse pheromones. It, it's just that like you will learn to recognize them when they come. Mm hmm because mm -hmm. they're coming for everyone you just have to see them when they're there and a big part of that is going through that healing process mm -hmm. and recognizing what it was that was toxic and how to avoid that in the future yeah just going open-eyed into the situation mm -hmm. in a way that maybe when people get love struck there's yep. a lot of you know you see a you lot overlook of overlook a lot of red flags you overlook a lot of red flags you forgive a lot of things and not even just with romantic relationships no. but with new friendships even new jobs most new yep. jobs there's a honeymoon period where yep. like where you're like yeah this job is great i really enjoy it i like all my coworkers. but then you start seeing the you know it's, yeah it's some of the things that are maybe not so mm -hmm. great and and, and all the stuff that you were able to ignore in the beginning. Mm -hmm. There might be some toxic, up. some toxic dynamics mm -hmm. going on around you that you weren't currently aware of because everybody was on their best behavior. Yep. You know, things like that. So, yeah, it's not just romantic relationships. It's any kind of relationship, any kind of situation you are going into mm -hmm. where you are being affected by the energy that is coming and going. Yep. Rhiannon says, those who've been abused in my experience are the most forgiving people in the world. They don't draw shitty people to them, but they overlook a lot that others don't. Mm -hmm. If you're used to seeing shitty stuff all the time, it just feels normal. Yeah. 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 It, and that is very much true. It becomes your normal. Mm -hmm. And until you learn a new normal. It's easy to, it's easy to, to get tricked into the same situation again. the same situation again. Yep. Githa says, I think this is one of those witchy topics where social media has made it look like there's only one or two ways to properly do it, i.e. two candles, a thread, etc. Where in reality, it can be more straightforward. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, I, I definitely agree with that. Now, it can be kind of cool to, you know. Oh, for sure. It can, especially if you've done, you know, a couple of lower key uh -huh. cord cuttings in the past as you're sort of working through the process. Mm -hmm. When you think you've gotten to like the last one mm -hmm. and you're ready to finally really and let go of all it of it. Big like deal. a big bash, yeah. yeah. Then it can be really empowering to do like a full, big, dramatic ritual mm -hmm. where you know you call in the gods to witness and you dress up fancy and you know you get all the tools out. You maybe use a, a candle to burn uh -huh. the cord. You yeah, know, like I mean, all kinds of it, stuff. It can be really, it can be really empowering. Um, especially after, like I said, you've done a few of the sort mm -hmm. of the little progress, stage one, stage two exactly. cord cuttings. When you finally get to the one where, where you're at the end of the rope, as mm -hmm. it were, it can be really empowering to do a big dramatic one. Absolutely. So yeah, there is, there is no one right no. way to do it. You do whatever works best for you, mm -hmm. however many times you need to do it. Especially since cord cutting is explicitly an emotional process. Yeah. Like, it is a process you have to go through with your emotions. Emotions, yeah. So if you don't vibe with the cord cutting ritual you're using, it's not going to access your emotions properly. And I think that's an important point, too, is that cord cutting is something you're going to need to do for yourself rather than have someone do for you. Yes. I mean, you can have someone lead you through right. a cord cutting ritual. Um, or Teach cord, you the process. Teach you the process or maybe doing it with you to guide you mm -hmm. through it to walk you through the steps right exactly to, but it is still like a, some, in, a, in like a mentorship position exactly but it is still something that you need to do for yourself as an individual rather than have someone do for you yeah this is not one of those it's, it's not one of those spells that can be outsourced there, I don't think there, so yeah like there are some spells that can be outsourced like you can have someone do job mm -hmm. magic for you right yeah 
I don't think you can effectively really have someone do a cord cutting for you. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of magic is about affecting the external world. Mm -hmm. Cord cuttings really are not. No, it's really not. It is it is an interpersonal, yeah. uh, emotional, energetic for you specifically yeah. type of thing. So that's why, yeah, that's why I feel like this is something that individual needs to do for themselves. Yeah. Even if they're you having someone guide you through it. Yeah. You can't hire someone at the local witch shop to do right. it for you. I mean, you could, but I just don't feel like it would be it uh, effective. No, it, w- it wouldn't do the job, I don't think. No. Honestly, I've done multiple cord cuttings for multiple issues, mm-hmm. different types of relationships, different types of situations. I think it is a valuable tool to have in your arsenal for dealing with things. Rhiannon Gray says, I feel like hiring someone to cord cut would only work as like a placebo. Yeah, I yeah. would agree with that. Like it's one of those things that like it might make you feel better in the moment yeah. for a little bit just to think you've got it done with. But, but it's going to resurface because you haven't done the work. And that's when someone's going to be, but I, but I did this cord mm-hmm. cutting. It's like, but you didn't actually do it. You hired someone else to do it for you. Yeah. Or you asked a friend to do it yeah. for you. And, and it just, you weren't in therapy. And, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so it, you haven't a, done it of the work yet it's a process yeah and it you have to do the work i will also say like i effectively do tiny cord yes. cuttings on a nearly constant basis because like i have a lot of anxiety related issues mm-hmm. and i get a lot of invasive thoughts mm-hmm. and i've had a very long practice of when i have an invasive thought that i don't want anymore i physically move it away from me Mm -hmm. like I just physically remove the thought I say physically but I mean like I I have like a a process I have a physical mnemonic device which is to wave my hand Mm -hmm. across my face that represents moving quote unquote Mm -hmm. the thought from the the mental space Mm -hmm. of the front of my mind Mm -hmm. to outside of my mind off to the left side of my head where it just disappears and that's basically a tiny cord cutting process between myself and that thought absolutely not even in terms of like relationships or things like just like i mean just thoughts something that is no longer serving Mm -hmm. me it gets it just goes away it goes i i do a energetic and for me this is just a it's like you said it's an energetic process mm-hmm. it's not a a ritual yeah there's, no, a, ritual there's involved. no ritual involved it's just a this is no longer serving me so i'm releasing exactly it, it needs to go away it now. needs to go away i'm releasing that now and so that is something i that's a regular practice for me meditation and this is something a lot of uh beginning meditators have mm-hmm. a hard time with mm-hmm. your goal is not to have no thoughts Your goal is to recognize when you're having a thought, acknowledge it, and then release it Mm -hmm. and not dwell on it. And that's basically baby's first cord cutting, Uh like learning to see the thought, acknowledge the thought, let go of the thought. And I feel like if you make it a a practice to, you know, we say release what is no longer serving you. Mm -hmm. If you make it a regular mental or emotional or meditative practice to release those things that are no longer serving you then when you do have a, a, a big thing a big cord cutting it will ritual be that much or easier. spell yes it'll you'll have all those smaller things that you've been releasing you've built up the muscle yeah of release yes you've you've learned how to do it 
on other things. Mm -hmm. On smaller, less consequential things. Yeah, exactly. So that when something really big does come along, whether it's a relationship or a job or whatever, Mm -hmm. you will have more tools in your arsenal to be able to deal with it. This is going to sound really stupid, but you've practiced the skill enough. You've Mm -hmm. built up enough XP points now that you can finally buy into the the perks that you need to cut the cord. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Like it's just, you just got to practice it a lot, a little bit so that when the big one comes around, you have big enough scissors. Because let's face it, there are things that are not, like you said, they're not consequential to, yeah. uh, they to don't, relationships. They ultimately or, don't mean anything. Exactly. Like, but you do still need to release it. Right. Because otherwise, you know. It's, so you're not dwelling on exactly, something it's gonna that be no a mi- it'll, it'll be a minor inconvenience yeah. to me. And I don't need the minor inconvenience now, so exactly. it needs to go away. Exactly. And so I, I think that is an important skill to learn. And it is a way you can do it is in those smaller things. Yeah. Rannon says, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I take magic too seriously. I got to start being more casual about the shit and incorporating like a nightly, weekly cord cutting is something I think I'm going to add in. Yeah, I think that's yeah, a really good idea. Exactly. And if it makes you, if you think of it as a cord cutting is, has to be a specific type right. of reach, and if that ritual. Makes it, if that makes it feel too important too or important, dramatic. Too big, too dramatic, then change it to releasing what no mm-hmm. longer serves. Yeah, just a, a releasing ritual. A releasing ritual that and you can do. And it doesn't even have, like I said, doesn't it even doesn't have even to be a, a ritual. Doesn't even have to, literally what I do to remove an invasive thought is move my hand across my face once. Sometimes exactly. I don't even physically move my hand. I envision moving my hand. And I'm, I'll do it in meditation where, you know, I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out, I'm releasing that energy down into the earth mm-hmm. so that it can be transformed into something else. Yeah. It's, what It no longer serves me. I don't want it anymore. Exactly. So it's, I'm releasing it into I, the earth. And for me, it's a it's a mnemonic device so automatic I don't even think about exactly. it anymore. I notice the invasive thought and I wipe it away. Exactly. And that's that's the whole thing. Exactly. And when <laughs> because I, I've been doing it for years and it's just an ingrained reflex now. It, it's the exact same thing with me, mm-hmm. releasing things into the earth. And, and I, that is a regular practice. And, and I will say, sometimes the mnemonic device of pushing the thought away doesn't work the first time. Uh-huh. So I have to do it a couple of times. And if it doesn't work the first couple of times, that's when I pull out my filia and have it consume the thought. Mm-hmm. And if that still doesn't work, that's when I call one of my gods and I say, hey, this thing's really bothering me. Can you help me deal with this? Mm-hmm. Like there's an escalation process. And then sometimes you go, oh, hey, this is still bothering me. I need to sit down and write and about it. And figure out why. I need to figure out what am I being triggered mm-hmm. by? What, what, what is, is triggering this? What is it about this specific thought mm-hmm. that I can't get rid of? Exactly. And that's a learning process mm-hmm. that can be really helpful and I don't want to say empowering necessarily because it can be really stressful and frustrating in the moment, but it will empower you to be more effective in the future. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whether you write it down or you just sit there and ponder it and Mm -hmm. kind of chew on it and look at it from different angles and then go, oh, oh, I understand. Now I can release that uh-huh. fully. That's, that's where that came from. <laughs> that's where that came. Now I can release uh-huh. that whole thing. Now I can release not just this thought, but the root the underneath root it. Of underneath it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Digging up those roots. Yeah. Your... Sometimes the thought is bigger than you realized because mm-hmm. you're only seeing the surface of the thought. Exactly. And you have to dig into it. So really, the, it, it's all it's all part of the process. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately, if you need the big cord the cutting big guns. ritual, the big gun, The big shears. The big shears. You bring them out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Energetically or, you or know, with actual garden Go get shears. some actual big old shears. And get a rope and some uh-huh. shears and, and just, you know, slice that sucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bonfires are really good for that, too. Yes, yes. <laughs> 
So I think that's everything we have to I, say about cord cutting. So. Probably, yeah, I think we've like I said, it's a pretty ourselves. Yeah, a few I mean, times, like but... I said, it's a pretty simple topic. There's yeah. just not a whole lot that you have to get into, other than like it's good. Mm-hmm. Do it. Here's some ways. Yep. So uh, and, and practice on little things. Yes, practice releasing on little things. things. Or like I said, literally just intrusive thoughts. Exactly. We all have them. Anxieties. All, exactly. They're always annoying. So just practice on those. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It'll, your life will be better for having fewer intrusive thoughts in it. Exactly. Exactly. And if you don't have like really bad intrusive thoughts, that's fine. Do yeah. it with earworms. Like if you get a song stuck in your head, do it with that. Mm-hmm. Whatever you need to. But, you know, just kind of make it a, uh, a habit, yes. a practice. Yep. And then uh, it'll be a try, little... Try to get it to be as habitual for you as it is for me to just say yeah. goodbye. Exactly. To just wipe the thought away. Or make it a regular is... part of your meditation. Exactly. Because that is so empowering to be able to just like remove yeah. a thought from your yeah. mind. Absolutely. Just breathe in, breathe out. It's done. It's mm-hmm. over. You know. And you can just move on and to And just the move thing. on to your, with the rest of your day. Yep. You know. All right. You can find us on Google. If you Google the number three and the words pagans and a cat or the number three and the letters P-E-A-A-C, we have a website at the number three pagansandacat.com where we have links to various things like a Redbubble and our Patreon and Gwyn's blog on Patheos Pagan, I think. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Stuff that needs to be updated. Uh-huh. Yep. We got <laughs> uh, a, you can go visit we got a me Facebook. on TikTok. Yes. You can visit Gwyn on TikTok, which she uses quite often. We got a Facebook community that I don't remember to check in on as often because I don't use Facebook. And we have a Discord community that I am logged into 100% of the time because I never leave Discord ever. That's right. I pop into the Facebook group from uh-huh. time to you time. You check in on it. Yeah, I check in on them. They're uh, and I know, and, and I know Jackson is mm-hmm. moderating it for us. Yeah. So. so, and again, as always, we thank you for listening. All of our, our three-pack pride. Mm-hmm. We love you. Every single listener is part of the pride. We also want to thank our patrons who are just helping us do this every week. We love you and we appreciate your support. Mm-hmm. And do please light a candle for us. We think it's yes. us some positive energy. Convocation, Convocation coming up this week. We're very excited, but also stressed. Yes, because <laughs> it's been a couple of years. It's been a while. It, and we're kind of like, wow, goddamn, it's been a while uh-huh. since we've actually been in front of a group of people a, to teach. It's been a minute since it's we did this. It's been a minute. So, and, and, you know, obviously circumstances have changed. Right, so yeah, we're that. doing it now as two people yep. instead of as three. And so, uh, so yeah, so just light a, light a candle, send us mm-hmm. some energy, think about us, and then we'll give you a report yes. next monday next monday <laughs> uh or tuesday i guess is when yeah. the edit will go up yeah. uh you will get our convocation roundup where That's we right. talk about all the stuff that happened all the stuff to happen <laughs> and I the classes we went to convo 2023 convo 2023 and we're so glad to be going we oh, really are i'm yeah. very excited so all right so goodbye we'll see you then <laughs> goodbye goodbye goodbye